0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: <laughs> I was going to bounce. I was going to belch us in for a joke, but I was trying to do a belch and my face was something else. But um, yeah, I said to Ben, should I belch us in? And he said, if you like. And uh, then I tried and, you know, it's not as easy as you like to belch on demand. If I've had Diet Coke, ooh, I'm belching for days. Anyway, it's Cuddle Club. Of course, you might have known from that introduction, your friend and lover, Cuddle Clubber i've put on a nice uh, soothing voice for that bit and to welcome you in today to cuddle club i would like to say i hope you're having a peaceful day wherever you are i could do radio why aren't i doing why the fuck aren't i doing radio no 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 no, no, no. honestly podcasting's where it's at for me it's lovely to hear you to see you to touch you to feel you to know you so thank you for joining for another episode of Cuddle Club. This week, I've got Olga Koch. 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 She, you know, we talk about the name, actually, so she'll tell you. Don't hear it from me. Hear it from her in a minute. Uh, now you know her. Uh, Olga is a comedian and, well, I'm sure she does other stuff as well. But mainly I know her and you know her from the UK comedy scene. Okay. And, uh, well, i say tell you what. Here it is right now. Olga, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Now, how are, how are you saying your second name? Would you say uh, Koch?
2: But I will accept literally anything. I don't mind.
1: Koch. Is that right? Koch. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds like I'm being rude. How do you say, say it one more time? Koch.
2: It's not like an intuitive last name. Like, no. It's not. It's not a familiar noise that English speakers make, so it's totally fine to do whatever you want with it.
1: But it's great for comedy, isn't it? It's like Phil yeah. Wang. It sounds a little bit blue, and that's a bit of fun, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, you you have plausible deniability, because you're just like, it's my last name. What are you talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you get introduced on stage? It usually goes, Olga, go!
2: And then there's like, <laughs> that just kind of gets swallowed by yeah, the yeah,
1: rapturous yeah. applause. Yeah, because it sounds... We're all thinking it sounds like... you. He- <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um well it's lovely to see you thank you for coming on the podcast you left your job just as a pandemic started didn't you yes I did do you remember that I you do were at yeah. YouTube wasn't you because <laughs> because you got you got me in for a meeting with YouTube and I was very excited I thought they were going to make me a, a YouTube star and I thought this late stage in my life this is quite good but it was more like do you want to do all the work to make yourself a star with no guarantees <laughs> and I thought Oh, I don't know if I do really they said you have to do (laughs) you have to do a 10 minute video every day or something and make it really good and I thought that sounds like a lot of work and they didn't even they weren't even offering me a camera I thought no, I don't, I can't see no, this happening. No, that
2: doesn't feel like that doesn't feel like a <laughs> fair deal, does it? You know, I also want to apologize that yesterday I took the booster and I was arrogant and played God and I thought, well, this won't this won't affect me, and it definitely has. Oh
1: no! So I
2: apologize if my my reaction speeds are a, a tiny bit slower than usual.
1: <laughs> what one did you have? I had Moderna,
2: which apparently is the one that really messes you up.
1: Uh, uh, and before that, fires. Yeah. Mm. Oh dear. No, oh, this is a podcast you can uh, take to work in a way. Eric, all this time you've been talking, and we could have been having. What have you been up to though? You were on the Mash Report, and that was your dream commentary, wasn't it? That
2: was. Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: The someone who is
2: doing to, writing that doc for you. <laughs>
1: no, I really because done we, we no, we had this conversation on a train when then no, 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 and we, we we got on the same train from and i left my bag on there we were chatting so much having a nice time that i left my bag on the i come back to train. that conversation conversation about you doing mash and you were like this is a dream come true for me so god knows what you must be thinking about coming on cuddle club
2: <laughs> i'm very excited to be on cuddle
1: club <laughs> second
2: dream also what i remember from that conversation is when, when is it appropriate to say i love you in a relationship which oh, is a very important conversation
1: yeah um i said on this podcast that um my boyfriend said it when he uh before asking me for anal, but that is not true. <laughs> 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 that is not true. And then one of his friends, uh, big uh, shout out to Haz, Hazza, uh, Harriet, uh, she uh, uh, looked at the floor. Uh, one, she said, oh, I listen to your podcast all the time, one of his friends. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. And I said, did you hear the episode where I said that? And she looked at, she said, yes. And she looked at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby she's because she's so nice and respectful um are you still having um hot girl summer of love in winter
2: no i actually have a boyfriend now and this is the my first time ever like admitting it in the comedy world i usually like <gasps> that to be a question mark and this is the first time that i'm oh I'm, wow i'm uh, uh, coming out and it's, we'll see we'll it's see it's
1: serious it's not the one that is you didn't get back with the other guy then you, you no. um it's a new one it's a new one it's a new one, you yeah. turned over a brand new paving slab. What? Well, um, <laughs> go on then. What's, he, what's his vibe? What's he like? <laughs>
2: Look, he's also younger. Uh, oh, Just good. like, yeah. So we were on Just like mama. Thought, <laughs> my life is just um, an emulation and walking in your footsteps. Mm. And I thought.
1: But you're quite young. Time. So how young is he? <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club think that's enough are you ready for the quick fire round
2: as i said I, I, because of my delay in response this mm. will be like a as quick fire as i can possibly be on a moderna on a moderna booster we'll speed we'll,
1: we'll speed you up all the listeners can just put their pods podcast to you know two points speed times two so i sound like
2: alvin and the chipmunks yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah. actually that'd be a bit fun <laughs> if they want to do that at home but you know live your own nice, <laughs> don't let me tell you what to do okay here we go you have to have a tattoo of Live, Laugh, Love or one saying Sassy Cassie. Which one are you going for? Live, Laugh, Love. Really? Not Sassy Cassie? Yeah. What about if your name was Cassie? Still no. Okay.
2: Because I think Sassy Cassie feels like uh, it, genuine, whereas Live, Laugh, Love, you can, you can say you did it ironically.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I'd go Sassy Cassie. And that's beautiful. So I think it's because it rhymes. But yeah, it's beautiful that we're all so different. Uh, how many times a year, roughly on average, do you floss teeth? I'm talking about your teeth. Oof. No. Four? Yeah, same yeah uh no shame in that would you rather a man earnestly did some beat poetry about you or wanted to be your little dog and eat from the bowl when he was with you it's an honest question
2: absolutely the dog really thing. yeah
1: absolutely the dog thing <laughs> you like the dog thing the dog thing. you don't even have to convince me <laughs> you're going home you're going home tonight to out the dog thing oh god yeah it's it that's a really good philosophical question i'm quite i write them different each time and of gotta hand it to myself they they're some quite deep questions
2: that's an excellent one
1: thank Too you different. yeah i mean, you know sometimes now and again through the podcast i'll just sort of big myself up for a little bit of praise and then we can both move on
2: i think you're like a modern day freud
1: yeah i wouldn't have to do it if you'd sort of come forward to say that before me but you know <laughs> i guess i'm always thinking i guess lit. that's not on the guest i suppose <laughs> oh yeah go and tell us this one you feel about i'm gonna say touching slash hugging i love it
2: i love it mm. all i'm i'm on board i have a very messed up family but we're all very very tactile and ever like so that that's something that i'm i just that's a given for yeah
1: oh, that's nice isn't it Wh- which would you rather you still were tactile i guess you don't know any other way but they were messed up or they weren't messed up but they were like a block of ice if you went to hug them
2: uh, I think I would like to try out the latter mm. just to see what a functional family looks like and not one that's just doing PDA all the
1: time. Yeah. Well what what's PDA? Public displays of affection. Oh yeah, oh, of course yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like I've seen my parents making out and I maybe maybe oh. I wouldn't would rather not. I don't know.
1: Wow. I that's different to me because I would rather see your parents making out anyway. <laughs> are you d- <laughs> Now what are arms for if not for snuggling? Okay, are you ready for the touch quiz?
2: Yes. Uh, preemptively I will say that every single question on that quiz is the best question I've ever heard in my life.
1: On the touch quiz. No, it's not it doesn't really work like that. But thank you. Oh. <laughs> I can't you win. just go. I can't win. <laughs> so I'm thinking about touching something right now and you have five questions and you have to tell me what I'm thinking about touching. Okay. It helps if you try and psychically link with me, but you know, okay. you have okay. had Moderna and I think that does shut down your psychic senses. So yeah. Is it alive? No good question very strong but no. Is it an
2: everyday object?
1: Oh only if you fancy you know it would be it's sort of one version of it is an everyday object but what I'm thinking of is a very fancy one so I don't have one of these you might have one of these I don't think you do but you might do I'm just trying to think Catherine Ryan has probably got one of these. Is it in the kitchen? Well, it's it's in all of the rooms depending on where you put it. It could be in the car, it could be in a room. Is it decorative? Ooh, now interesting because yes. It's an everyday object, but they're all personal to whichever one you get. And not personal, but they some of them are decorative, some of them are very plain, but this one is a fancy one. Do you see what I mean? Jesus. Mm.
2: Well, cause now I, I was, I was confident it was a, a, a Dyson vacuum cleaner, but I don't think no, a no. Dyson vacuum cleaner or any vacuum cleaner can be decorative.
1: No, you carry it around with you a lot. And some of them are, some of them are, they're not decorative. Yeah. Some of them are decorative, I suppose, but a lot of them are just like functional. This one is fancy, but it's not like it, it it's pretending to be fancy. Okay. Two more questions. You can just have wildfire guesses if you want. Is it small? Yeah, can be. It's about like this big, the one I'm thinking of. Is it a handbag? Yes, it's a knockoff Prada handbag. Oh my God! What? It's a knockoff Prada <laughs> handbag. That was wonderful. Uh, Catherine Ryan's probably got a, a normal Prada. Obviously, she's not. Yeah. I'm not. She would never have a knockoff. But um, this, this one I'm thinking because of me and my background, this one's a knockoff one. What are you going to do? Okay. You know, have you got one a Prada handbag? I don't know. No.
2: Neither n- fake or real.
1: Would you want one? no I'm okay thanks though so. okay um, well I was just thinking of Prada or is it listening you know and they want to um, to sponsor out. the podcast yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll think about it
2: can you imagine having like a discount audio code for for buying a Prada <laughs> bag
1: yeah and uh, thanks to the listeners of Cuddle Club if you want 10% off your Prada handbag <laughs> do you just type in <laughs> Lulie's bag
2: <laughs> Sassy Cassie at <laughs> checkout mm,
1: come on let us see. Are you romantic?
2: Yes, very much so.
1: What's the most romantic thing you've ever done?
2: Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Or
1: oh, nuts thing.
2: I'll tell you mm. the most nuts thing. When I was 11, I was at a summer camp where I fell in love madly with my camp counselor, who was 21, and I incessantly sent him emails about how 10 years is not that big of an age difference. Oh, wow. <laughs> and fuck, he never responded.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, well, I bet. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> But, you know, now he would probably love to. You know, it's not too late. Get back in touch.
2: He was already losing his hair at 21. I'm not interested. Mm, Okay. If you can't love me at my 11, you don't (laughs) deserve me at my 29.
1: (laughs) They must get that all the time. I'm kidding. This is a joke. (laughs) Do you have anything to ask um, Psychic Sue? Oh, my God. Yes. I have so many questions. Jesus. Jesus. Will I ever be an Olympic athlete? Okay, let's ask Sarah Kick Sue. She's quite positive, so this will see whether she's full of bullshit. What Olympics would you go into, by the way?
2: I want something that has no everyday application at all.
1: Like the one where they throw a stick or something? Yeah. Oh, it says yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay, great. Fantastic. So get sharpening that stick and start throwing. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go to adult uh, gymnastics with my boyfriend, Oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm, sounds great. Wait, rude, so what,
2: what, what kind are we talking?
1: Well, I went once with my friend Sophie, and it's just, like, on a Wednesday night or whatever, just a load of adults. You start off with the roly-polies and the boring stuff, and you sort of think, yeah, mm. I think I'm go okay with this, mate. And then um, you can, like, proceed to, like, somersaults and flips and everything. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah, I think it'll be really good, but I get dizzy. They make you do, like, so many somersaults in a... I don't mean roly polies who am I kidding in a role in a row that I do get a bit dizzy and then I think oh maybe I'm not as gnarly as I thought you know
2: but also imagine just being at a party and being just doing a handstand like randomly.
1: Oh, I can do a handstand on a cartwheel. That's you could just do fun. a handstand. Yeah, and I can walk on my hands for a bit. That's incredible. That's not a problem for me. But <laughs> oh, God. tell me that's part of your tour show. <laughs> no. Oh, I did do. I did. Uh, do you know what? I did a gig that was really hard to get a vibe in the room, and it was sort of quite a bleak gig. And then I was trying to like, you know, when you're trying to show off for daddy, like, what about this? What about this? You know, really clutching at straws. And I did end up doing a handstand. Like, is this? <laughs> is this what you? Want. and actually I really, thing is it really did break the ice and then my director was like, maybe you should do a handstand in your actual show and I was like wow, you know it feels a bit like you're clutching at straws doesn't it <laughs> and, I, and I can do this and I can do this <laughs> but uh you could do a handstand you could easily we taught Maisie Adams to do a cartwheel in about two minutes at a show and then she went back on and and did it and stuff because it was a like an athlete uh one of your lot in the um in the front row and then she learnt in the break to do a cartwheel I mean the form you know was you know it's not as as good as a comedy let's say but uh, (laughs) you could do a handstand quite easily
2: I think a handstand is cool my New Year's resolution is to lift people at parties so I have (sighs) I I want to be like a, a bodybuilder
1: yeah, that's great. Like
2: in the footsteps of Fern Brady and Just Foster Q. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. A very muscly woman is very sexy and cool.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, my calves are about the size of a head. So that's so if you're into that sort stuff. Of, What's your secret? <laughs> if you're into that, I'll send you a picky. <laughs> um, I think I'm just a naturally, you know, bit bit of a big boner. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll let us sit with you for a minute.
2: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
1: Oh yeah, as a top, were you cuddled at all? What was your family like? I mean, we've touched on it, but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't dig deep. Uh, fine. (laughs) <laughs> what am I, li- I'm lying, that's a lie No, they're all messed
2: up They're a messed up bunch
1: <laughs> Whose isn't, like tell me a comedian Who's got a lovely family and I'll show you a liar <laughs> as, 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 the, as the old phrase goes You can elaborate on your family if you want Or you don't have to if you're not comfortable with it uh,
2: I think, I mean the, the most amusing part of my family Is the fact that um, my sister Is 12 years older than me And my brother is 10 years younger than me So Whoa. she's Gen X I'm millennial and he's Gen Z. And basically my my sister and brother have a bigger age difference than my sister and my parents.
1: Wow, so hang on. So what's the age difference between the one to the other? I'm not very good at maths.
2: My sister is forty one. Yeah. My brother is nineteen. Fucking hell. And my parents had my sister when when they were nineteen and oh, twenty one. Wow. So it's like every kid in my family has been raised by a different set of parents.
1: Wow. And do you get on with your siblings?
2: Yeah, I do, but like to the to the degree of like you would get along with someone who is twelve years older than you and lives in a completely different country and speaks a completely different language.
1: Right. Yeah. And does she get on with your mom and dad?
2: Yes and no. I mean, I I, I hesitate to say any of us get along. Yeah. But right. it, it, it is really fun to talk to like my sister about the the kind of parents they were when they were raising her because she's like yeah they took me clubbing on my 18th birthday and we took shots and my brother's like what and my brother's experience is everybody thought they were his grandparents at school oh, so wow. just like completely different worlds
1: yeah 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 that's mad isn't it
2: yeah same parents as well yeah
1: yeah you get the parents you need I suppose I um always want to write something with um someone told me that Their brother was 50 years older than them because, and it's half-brother, so the dad met like a much younger wife and then like, you know, got her pregnant and it's like, yeah, they've got like a a 50-year-old brother or something. Isn't that like mad? I think it's fascinating that men can just go again, you know, just like pick a young girl up and be like, yeah, I'm going to be a dad again. It's fucking mad.
2: I don't know the science behind this and I don't want to look it up, but I Mm -hmm. live under the impression that sperm quality deteriorates over time
1: yes yeah, so so
2: even if you can it's still not great
1: yeah so you're what you're saying is your little brother is a little toad whereas, yeah. <laughs> your, sis, well, <laughs> whereas your sister's quite he tall. was conceived
2: with like powder out of my dad's dick.
1: yeah but also you do not know if your dad is his real dad this is true your mum could have got a bit fed up and just you know i mean really you don't no one knows for sure
2: i mean at 44 she definitely wasn't planning to get pregnant
1: do you want to phone your mum and just ask if it is definitely <laughs> We'll wait. <laughs> we'll just...
2: <laughs> yeah, my brother is extremely tall, which my dad is not.
1: So Yeah, okay. Well, I'll just leave that with you. <laughs> then we'll move on to um, Alan de Botton. Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will, it's Alan de Botton. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe.
2: I, I have one of his books on my shelf. Aha!
1: Uh-huh. Have you read it?
2: Yes, I have.
1: Oh, you almost don't need to with um, the questions okay. I'm going to ask. Uh, what have you learned about yourself from past relationships?
2: Uh, that gift giving is my love language.
1: Oh, really? What about receiving? Uh,
2: I'm not too fussed about it. I think, I think sometimes I won't be able to like communicate something with words, so I'd rather just like make a thing or do a thing. Or buy a thing
1: so you're getting them a present with um, sassy cassie written on
2: <laughs> yes exactly yep yep yep
1: <laughs> but what's the nicest gift you've ever got anyone that
2: i got someone mm. oh god it's very highly convoluted but one of my ex-boyfriends had a, ra- a university radio show mm. and i listened to all of it cut up the best bits of it and then created a custom vinyl of the best greatest hits of that radio show
1: oh wow <laughs>
2: He got me a candle. No. (laughs) But also, like, I went completely overboard. That was completely on me.
1: Fuck. How much time did that take you? I don't want to tell you. That's awful. And then what was your your face like when you got the candle? Um,
2: He, like, tried to explain how, like, actually it symbolized something. But, like, at the end of the day, I I also feel like it is unfair because I I overcommitted to this gift to the point where I put him in a situation where anything he got me wouldn't have been as insane as my gift
1: was it uh, if i'm going big on a gift time or money or whatever uh wise i would drop heavy hints so that i'm not disappointed on the day do you know what i mean yeah i think that's one way to do it if you have gone overboard to sort of be like well you're gonna love you know you're (laughs) gonna love this you know did you not think to do that
2: just, yeah, give him a, a ballpark of uh, either how much it cost or how, how time intensive it, it was. Yeah. Like. I have dialed it down in the recent years just because, like, I I can't. It's so humiliating to be like, here's yeah. A gift.
1: Yeah, really bad. One of my favourite ones, gift, that I got was when I was going out with my first boyfriend. He was, like, a bit of a geezer like a bit of a lad like then he made me for Valentine's Day we said we'd make each other stuff and he made me this shirt he he learned how to use his mum's sewing machine and he like cut up these dishcloths, which sounds awful, but like to sew like big flowers on it. And he did loads of different settings on the sewing machine and put lace around the arms and everything. And it was so sweet. And then I think I made him something in CDT, and it was awful. And it was just like this mask that waggled its tongue. But it was like the most basic horrific. It was like horrible to look at. And I had to do it. I had to do it for a project anyway. And I was just like, well, you can have this. It was yeah. <laughs> It doesn't feel nice, does it, when it's like a deficit? My worst, like, you know if you go to, like, a boyfriend's house for Christmas or something and they say, oh, no one's getting gifts, like, we're just doing Secret Santa or whatever, or you get a gift for the mum and dad and then that's it. But my worst fear is, like, everyone getting you a gift. Because they lied, they say, Oh yeah, we're not doing gifts and then they do gifts and it did happen to me once and it's so oh, horrible. No. Because you take it at face value and then everyone's giving you gifts and you're like, Oh my god, I look like the meanest person ever. Why would you lie to me about that?
2: I mean that's on them. That's on them. It's yeah. not fair. Like why are we doing a song and dance? Yeah. You're setting yourselves up for disappointment. What is this test?
1: I know. No. It's awful. So now I keep secret presents in the car. And they are things like candles and stuff, just in case like, someone gets me one. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yours are in the car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love a generic gift.
1: What did you do for Christmas, actually?
2: I went to my boyfriend's house.
1: Oh, it's serious. Well,
2: I had COVID last Christmas and mm. I couldn't go back home for that. And then I had COVID this Christmas. And oh. because of the change in restrictions, I got out December 23rd. And so I had to, like, cancel all my flights and stuff. So, like, it wasn't planned for me to go to his house. I just did because I had nowhere to be. But it was lovely, and his family's amazing, and I love him and them.
1: Well, guess what? I went to my boyfriend's house at Christmas, and I had a stomach bug. And I thought I thought it might be food poisoning, but then I was like, what if it is a stomach bug? And I was just laying in bed, and I was like, I can't go on Christmas morning. I can't go to your family's. And he said, you have to go, otherwise they think we have an argument. And I and I thought I can't because what if I give them anything? And it's because I wasn't sure if it was food poisoning or a bug. And then he's like, no, no, you have to go. Otherwise, one they'll think we've had an argument, and two we can't go to Peru because can't, I can't be asking help to get to Peru. And then it's like, oh, she's too ill for Christmas Day, but Boxing Day she can go to Peru. And so I went, and then. I made his mom really sick for three days and his sister yeah and they had to cancel their boxing day plans it was so embarrassing
2: oh god i'm so sorry wait did you end up going to peru
1: no but that's the least of my problems like well i went to barcelona instead and we get (laughs) we get vouchers for peru but imagine that like i made his mom like cancel all her family plans and be sick for three days and she was so sweet she was going oh no not necessarily you there's a lot of stuff going out tonight on Christmas day I was like upstairs in bed like not eating any of the meal <laughs> how awful is that oh god I'm so sorry yeah well
2: but is it so extreme a situation that it's actually like bonds you together and then years mm. later it will be like a lovely little inside joke that
1: you have well, I didn't know her very well and I was like did you have it from both ends <laughs> she doesn't know <laughs> she doesn't know me and I was like because weirdly I didn't have the pooping and she sort of took, this was on the phone I sort of grabbed the phone. Uh. From my boyfriend and she sort of paused for a long while and was like um yes yes I did have it from both (laughs) as if she couldn't she couldn't Uh, hate me more no but they're really nice but imagine that though they're still talking to me awful that's beautiful that that Mm. means you're the one that's love I suppose cuddle recipe number 101 take two arms wrap them around something and don't let go Unless the person asks you to let go. Or animal. Best, worst, or weirdest cuddle, if I might.
2: Okay, I knew this question was coming. Mm. I heard it on other episodes of this podcast. Mm. I just listened to Loli at one, and it was really romantic and sweet. Mm. Very sweet. And here I am. Um, I went to boarding school, and the first year that I went to boarding school, I shared a room with one of my lifelong friends now a girl named alex wood and alex wood and i see each other very very rarely but because we met at such a formative age it feels like we are family Mm. so every single time we hug like every time i see her it's the first time in a very long time so i i i have this like urgency of every cuddle that i've ever had with her i feel like for the last like 10 years anyway
1: that's nice what was boarding school like
2: like there's a lot of like homoeroticism to to boarding school but not in a a sexy porno way but more in like a very sort of sort of like curious um hormonal way
1: yeah and that's what just because why not and also might as well
2: well yeah because you're I mean you're I guess like you're in a dorm with just other girls
1: yeah and yeah you can't go yeah why not yeah why not yeah and it's I feel like it
2: feels safer as a teenager to explore people yeah. with a similar body to yours yeah it's that's less scary
1: that's a very good point you know so if any parents are listening <laughs> you know that's where that money's going exploring the female body. And I can't think of a better use for it. (laughs) I guess you're learning other stuff as well, but you know. Oh, well now she's asking. Okay, last question. What do you think life's all about? Do you think we die when we die?
2: I can't say that I think about it a lot, but I think my skepticism has dwindled over time because I think... I remember my very good friend Charlie Dinkin um, describing to me like tarot reading and astrology not as like magic people believe in, but as a way people use to understand their own sort of subconscious and like their own issues. And so like when you look at tarot cards, you're not really seeing any anything magic what you're seeing is what you want to see what you're already thinking about so it's just like a way to reflect on yourself the way they diary writing or even going to a shrink is very very similar and so i think i'm much less skeptical now of any sort of new age movements than i was maybe a few years ago so I, yeah i can't th- say that i think about uh, what happens after we die but I certainly don't judge anyone who does. And I see the merit in mm. in like explaining and understanding that in, to yourself in a way that gives you solace. Does that make sense?
1: I think once you're over 30, you'll be thinking a bit more about death, okay? <laughs> 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 so that's something to let footwork do on your also, th- We can
2: die at any point. We can get yeah. hit by a car
1: at any age. That's true. That's true. You don't really need to think about it, though, because, um, you know, when it happens, there won't be any thinking anyway.
2: That's the biggest shift that I've had in my life, I think, over the past six months, where it's like, I used to, and I still do to an extent, like, catastrophize about, like, outcomes. But Mm. then now I'm like, okay, well, I can either be sad then or sad then and sad now.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't think that's ever been put so clearly. (laughs) Thank you. Like, I'm always trying to convey that to people, but that is the clearest way of putting it. Yeah, yeah because you're going to be so sad then anyway, so don't be sad now as well. God, that's very yeah. clear. Oh, that's a lovely nugget to leave it on. OK, I'm just going to put your data into the cuddle calculator, OK? And then it does just come up with your type, OK? <laughs>
0: it's
1: bit of a format point. you got to have one, all right? Um, OK, well, here it is. It's very fast. The pickle hard to hold but very nice and cold trickle down is a pickle down very popular to people with taste the pickles child is full of face thank you it's lovely i love it little pickle i'm a little you pickle. know when parents call their kids a little pickle it's said with love isn't it yeah It's trickle down. It's the pickle down. Very popular to people with taste. The pickles child is full of faith. That's a lovely result for you, actually, Olga. (gasps) That's so sweet. I love pickles. Mm. Yes, please. Yeah, it's very intuitive, actually, for a bit of technology. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing it. And uh, I hope I'll see you at a gig or something. Yes, fingers crossed. And then maybe you'll
2: uh, show me how to do a cartwheel or a
1: handstand. Yeah, I will, actually. I'm confident I can do it. You could easily do it. It's very easy. So that was Olga. You can follow her on Twitter on Rock N Rolga. R-O-C-K-N-R-O-L-G-A. It's really as simple as that. You can buy her vine and actually go to her website, uh, type in Olga Cock Cock is C. No it's not. It's K-O-C. H. There is a C in it, but not what you think. Okay. Oh, if you want to follow me online, it's at Cuddle Club on Instagram and Twitter, or at Lou sanders both actually, if you don't mind. But more importantly, I will see you on my tour. One word. Wow. I've got to say, it's a lovely show for all the family, 15 and over. You can get tickets. Go to lousanders.com if the ticket link doesn't work. They should all work, but I don't deal with that sort of stuff. Just go to the venue. Uh, Also, on my pinned tweet, it's got a list of all the venues. And I don't want to hear about Rygate not really being in Rygate, okay? Buy a ticket, shut your mouth, and I'll see you there. Thank you for listening. Uh, Tap, tap, tap you on the bottom, make you feel nice. And I'll see you next time.